Hey, what's going on, guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the two-game uh, quarterfinal in-season tournament slate. We got the Knicks and the Bucks, as well as the Suns and the Lakers. If this is your first time watching, I cover content for DFS and for prop stuff like Prize Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play. Uh, if you guys are looking for more content, uh, whether it be for DFS or for player prop stuff, you can check my Patreon link down below. Uh, we've been on a little bit of a heater recently with player prop stuff, and we did hit both our plays posted on Twitter. We'll see about the YouTube plays. Uh, JV just got in some foul trouble. Um, Fox is going to be close. So we'll see about those. But if you guys are interested in more plays, you can check my Patreon uh, link in the description. And uh, yeah, let's take a look at the odds for these games. Right now, what, you, what I have up is the Odds Jam Sportsbook screen. Uh, so basically, it shows uh, the average odds for the game. And if you wanted to bet on the game, which book offers the best odds. So average odds for the Knicks and Bucks, about a 225 uh, and a half over under. The Bucks are about five point favorites and Suns Lakers about a 227 and a half over under with the Lakers about one and a half point favorites. But if you guys are interested in odds jam, uh, you can use the link down below for a 25 or for 25% off your first month. Um, or you can use the code DKDFS. They do have a fancy optimizer, uh, positive EV stuff, fancy optimizer for sites like Prize Picks and Nerdog Parlay Play. So a lot of cool tools here. If you are serious about betting and making money, I highly recommend Odds Jam. If you guys do sign up, again, make sure to use that code to give yourself 25% off. All right, so recapping tonight for DFS. Well, it did not go well for me for DFS. Um, I hit on a couple things. I was really high in low on Halliburton and, and Sabonis as contrarian sped up, so that worked. It's just the rest of my lineup didn't work. I had Drew Holiday. I had Al Horford. I had Naismith. Um, yeah, so... Shovel, shovel the money in the fire uh, tonight, unfortunately. But um, hey, that's a good thing about DFS. Uh, always uh, right back at it the next day. So talk about the slate in New York and Milwaukee's first game. So on the Knicks side, you got Randall 8-7, Brunson 8-5, both firmly in play. Um, again, you expect a slight uptick in minutes for these players. You're kind of seeing what you saw today is, you know, play teams uh, running more of a playoff rotation, especially Indiana. Uh, they run a very, very tight rotation. So I'm expecting Thibodeau to run a bit of a tighter rotation, maybe give the guys, the main guys, a few extra minutes. Like, I would not be surprised if Randall and, Brush and Brunson push like 40 minutes. So Randall, 8.7K. Brunson, 8.5K. Uh, I think Randall will be a little bit more popular, but I like both. And again, I'm expecting big minutes for both here. RJ Barrett is 6.2. Uh, you know, kind of just indifferent on him. The minutes have not been amazing of late, 28, 24, 27. But it's not like he can't play more than that. Like there has been games where he's played mid-30s minutes. So he's firmly in play for me. More of a tournament play, though, because the minutes have not been as secure for him. Mitchell Robinson, 5.5K. You know, when he says he's out of foul trouble, he's playing around 30 minutes. He's been doing a bit of bit of a better job staying out of foul trouble of late. Uh, so um, I'm fine with him at 5.5. Josh Hart's minutes have also ticked up. So the minutes have been ticking down a little bit on RJ Barrett. They've been ticking up a bit on Josh Hart. Uh 30 plus minutes now the last three games. He is a stat sheet stuffer, solid defender. So uh, I think he's a pretty safe play here and has nice eligibility. Quickly, I think will be a bit of a lower own option. Back-to-back uh, -back game, sub-20 minutes. But we've seen a lot of games recently where Quickly has been shock. And again, you don't have to look back too far to see the ceiling that Quickly has. Right, He's a guy that can go for 35 to 40 when he's really uh, making a shot. So Quickly intrigues me for tournaments. I don't think he's going to be that popular on the slate tomorrow. Dante DiVincenzo, 4.4K. Minutes have been a little bit up and down on him. I would expect you know high teens minutes on average. Again, has nice eligibility, which makes him a solid value play. Uh, and then Hartenstein, he's in a backup. Mitchell Robinson, most of the time play around 15 minutes, which makes him a little bit overpriced. But if you do get the game where Mitch Robinson gets in foul trouble, you could have Hartenstein have a really good game. Um, and then Quentin Grimes, 3.8K. He's going to start. He's going to play around 20 minutes, but ugh, have a tough time getting him. Now, I will say, 
like he, he does have shooting guard, small field eligibility, and, you know, maybe he can knock down a couple threes and give you like 10 to 15 fancy points, but um, kind of a tough, uh, tough sell right now. Let's talk about Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been running a pretty tight rotation of late. No Jay Crowder, no Pat Connaughton. We'll see about the status of Jackson Jr. Not even sure if he plays, if he's available, but yeah, Giannis, 11.4K. Uh, I think he's your safest bet up at the board. He should play high 30s minutes, 37, 39, 40, 39, 36 minutes. I believe, which game was it? Two games ago, he got in foul trouble here, too. Like, yeah, you're seeing big minutes from Giannis. I like him a good amount there at the top. Dame also playing significant minutes, 37, 37, 37, 43, 38 minutes over the last five games. Reasonable price point. Um, I do feel a little bit better about Giannis, but Dame has been playing well. And again, the Bucs are running a much tighter rotation recently. So the two main Bucs look good. Brooke Lopez indifferent on him. You know, you do get those pop-off games here and there where he has like five, six blocks. I mean, you saw a couple games here. He's gone for 40 plus. Most of the time, Brooke Lopez can play about low 30s minutes and probably give you 25 to 35 fancy points, which makes him playable. Um, Chris Middleton, I don't really know what to do with him. 25, 27 minutes for the last couple of games. Again, this game was overtime, I believe. I think we're going to see mid 20s minutes, but this is, you know, in season tournament, so maybe he plays a little bit more. Yeah, again, I'm kind of torn on what I want to do with him. If you think Middleton can play close to 30 minutes then you want to have a lot of interest in him if you think he only plays like 25 minutes then he feels priced about right and then as we mentioned the bucks running much tighter rotation malik beasley's been a guy that's really benefited like if you like look earlier in the season there were multiple games we played like sub 20 minutes take a look at the last four games 36 38 41 39 minutes so uh i think you probably get at least 30 minutes here from from beasley without content and without jay crowder uh, he is a guy that he makes the shots, has a ceiling. Um, the issue with Beasley is most of the time he's pretty score independent. I would say, you know, 10 rebounds and 11 rebounds, a bit of an outlier performance from him in those games. So, uh, yeah, but Beasley is a guy that, you know, with the minutes uptick, uh, makes him a solid option there in the mid-range. Bobby Portis, minutes can fluctuate a bit on him, but he is a good point per minute guy. Uh, I like him for tournaments. I think, you know, the cash game play would probably be like Brooke Lopez at 6-4, but the tournament play would be Bobby Portis. Minutes a lot more secure in Lopez, but Portis is a guy that you know does have a ceiling. If he's playing really well, he could get extended. Campaign 4.1K. He'll be in the rotation. Uh, play the backup point, probably play on average around 15 minutes, uh, which makes him a playable value for sure, but not someone that really stands out to me. And then you'll see Marshawn Beauchamp play a little bit as well. Probably some of the neighborhood of like high teens minutes. 3.4K, reasonable. Like I think I would slightly prefer both i don't know Beauchamp and uh quentin grimes like those two get the spider-man jeff out those, those two are pretty similar plays right low low usage guys that probably play around 20 minutes all right let's talk about phoenix and the lakers so phoenix no beal gordon's questionable so gordon news is somewhat significant um if he misses you're gonna feel a little bit better about the wings and you probably get a few extra minutes for a guy like grayson allen but the top guys you got booker 10-1 kd 9.9 i think i do prefer booker to kd at a similar price point um, I like the ceiling a little bit more with Booker right now than I do Kevin Durant, but both the main sons, I'm expecting high 30s minutes from them. It's a really good match pair against the Lakers as well. So I uh, like Booker, like KD. My boy Nurkic has played very well of late. Um, the minutes have ticked up, you know, against Anthony Davis. If he stays out of foul trouble, I think they're probably going to want to play him low 30s minutes. So like the ceiling on Nurkic. Um, let's see, I believe was last game. Did he foul out last game? He did. That's why I only played 26 minutes. So, yeah, you're probably going to see low 30s minutes from Nurkic here, assuming he can stay out of foul trouble. Uh, Eubanks, he'll back up Nurkic. Most likely play whatever he does not play. 
Um, makes him, you know, a viable option if you think Nurkic does get in some foul trouble. Pretty similar play to a guy like Isaiah Hartenstein, right? Um, Gordon, if he does play, feels priced right. If he misses, uh, Grayson Allen probably plays a few extra minutes, and then these other wings probably get a slight minutes bump as well. Grayson Allen, I think, on average plays, you know, low to mid-30s minutes. If he's making shots, he has a ceiling, but a guy that usually is relatively score-independent when playing alongside Booker and uh, AD. Good one, I think, is a bit overpriced here, 4.9 right now for his role. Doesn't make him completely out of play, but does feel a little bit pricey. If Gordon is out, he's at least playable. If Eric Gordon's in, I don't think I can do a good one. I, I don't even think I would consider him. Um, and then these wings, uh, the one guy that's played decent minutes of late is Josh Okogie. Uh, mid-20s minutes now in four of the last five games. Not a super high usage player, but 4.3K. If you give him 25 minutes, I think he's going to stand out as one of the better values in the board. Uh, Bates, Diop, Nasir, Little, Watanabe. These guys will play a little bit. Uh, they'll play a little bit more if Gordon is out. They'll, they'll lose minutes if Eric Gordon is in. Um, no one really standing out there, though, for the wings. And finally, the Lakers, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. I've been saying this basically all year. When they're priced close enough, I'm going to prefer Anthony Davis to LeBron every single time. So, yeah, I prefer AD to LeBron. Doesn't make LeBron out of play. LeBron should play high 30s minutes, make some solid, but I think I prefer some other spend-ups. DeAndre Russell, Austin Reeves. You know, the minutes are not as secure in D'Lo. Uh, there are times where they don't close with him, which makes him a tournament-only play for me. Austin Reeves, off the bench, you know, has played sub-30 minutes now the last four games. Um, doesn't make him completely out of play, but does make him a more of a contrarian option for me. Last game, they started Cameron Reddish, played him 24 minutes. I think he probably plays mid-20s minutes. Feels a little bit overpriced. Torian Prince, 4.6K. Uh, probably 25 to 30 minutes. Again, I also think he's a little bit overpriced. Uh, Max Christie, uh, still played 29 minutes last game off the bench. Um, he has played well. I think he's earned a spot in this rotation. But like guys like Christie, Reddish, Torian Prince all look pretty similar to me, right? Kind of more like 3 and D wings out there. So that one, like if I'm going to play one of these Lakers wings in tournaments, it's going to come down to ownership, right? So for example, let's just say tomorrow, Torian Prince is projected for 30% ownership. Cam Radish is projected for 20% and Max Christie is projected for 5%. Well, I'm probably going to go with whoever is the lowest owned option, right? That's my take on those wings. Uh, Rui missed last game, even though he was available. They said if he plays though, it's probably going to be limited minutes. So... Don't think I can go to him unless we get confirmation that he's like full go, not on a limit at all. Again, he's going to play with a mask on. If he misses, then yes, you can consider Christian Wood at 3.9K, um, who would be in the rotation. Uh, if Rui plays, I mean, I would not be shocked if Wood gets a DNP. Um, so, yeah, well, again, sounds like Rui's going to play, but I want to see what exactly, uh, if there is like a strict minutes limit on him or not. And then Jared Vanderbilt, 3.5K in his first game back, played 14 minutes. Um, also want to keep an eye on the news for him. Like if, if his minutes tick up, they're probably going to tick down on Wood. They're probably going to tick down on Rui, right? So a um, couple pieces of news we got to monitor there for the Lakers, Vanderbilt and Rui. All right, guys, so that's going to do it for the video. As always, if you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you guys all in the next video.